Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Transformation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the community. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to wannabe writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle in other words they help people i back their life so if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express own and display your talent shoot them an email at the behind the wheel morning show at gmail.com if you're an entrepreneur or small business owner or know of an entrepreneur or small business owner looking to advertise in the behind the wheel podcast but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I now, we're going to go with we. We now have, we going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash btw podcast the details will be in the show notes that's ko hyphen fi dot com forward slash btw podcast and one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee you all know i like coffee so shout out to latoya shante soul inspired kimberly hall and kim isaiah that's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. Yo, so I don't know why God has me out here in Wallywold, Connecticut. Um, I'm just passing by the D&D right now, headed to Bridgeport. Got my sewing gear and stuff with me. There's some things I wanted to, to finish up. Yvonne had called me while I was running. And usually I don't pick up the phone while I'm while I'm out on the road, but it was like, yo, what are you, who, what's going on? You know, I seen it was, well, I didn't see it was her. I just, I heard the phone ring and I'm like, the only people that call me while I'm running is, um, you know, nobody really calls me while I'm running. The only person that really calls me is like my sister or you get these random numbers. I don't have any creditors calling me or whatever. So I pick up the phone and see Vaughn, I'm like, yo, what's up? She's like, you know, how you doing? I'm like, I'm doing good. Yeah. What's what's going on? Said, I'm, I'm running. Said, oh, she's about to hang up. So we get to talking. She tells me that my other sister, Eleanor, is going to come out 
tomorrow, the Saturday over the weekend or whatever, you know, to sew. I'm like, oh, okay, we have a sewing party maybe. I don't know. It's actually when I'm going to come back to Bridgeport. Like, I took down her chandelier because she wanted to get the lights replaced. The light replaced. So I'm like, yeah. I mean, it's just two lights. You know, you unscrew it and take it down and you put it back up. You know, how hard can it be? I'm adventurous. I'm not an electrician. You know, don't. I'm, I'm not going to be able to rewire your house. But um, I know how to turn the power off. And in this particular instance, I didn't even turn the power off. I just stood up on the, in the chair and, you know, took it out and just kind of see what what was going on with the wires. She took it to a, an electrician. They were like $250 to get it repaired. So like, I'm not paying that. I'm like, I don't blame you. I mean, I could told you it was going to be more than, I, I guess you can find a used chandelier or whatever, but she wanted one to match what she's got. So she's in the kitchen, don't really have the light there. And I know she uses the light. Well, the light is on the other half of the kitchen. So I'm like, all right, I'll swing back down, down there and uh, put up this light. You know, but I had my, my sewing gear that I'm bringing with me so I can get, get some stuff done while I'm, while I'm there. You know, and you, you, you hear, uh, this is my water. I thought I, I thought I put it in there. Honestly. Okay. Oh, that's the cold one. All right. I got it. I got it. So I thought, you know, I, I was talking, I had, um, set up to interview and I actually did interview, um, Ayana Angel. And she has a, a pick your brain session. And someone had called me and he was like, yo, um, I want to pick your brain for a minute. I'm like, sure, no problem. You know, it's a good brother that you know, has tuned into the podcast, tuned into some of them, went live a couple of times. So, you know, we've spoken. So, you know, I don't mind. That's the type of person I am. And, but when I, when, she, when I heard the term pick my brain, I was like, yo, we were just talking about this. So I shot her a message. And, you know, so we get to talking, Vaughn and I, and Vaughn is, is, in, is in finance, and he was talking about how he wanted to do a podcast, it's, you know, it's an MBA program, and so I'm like, okay, I can see that, he's asking about a lot of medium, and I guess it's a little different, because if you've got a question, you know, you can search online, talking to a, a person is a little different, and I don't mind sharing, especially with somebody that, um, that you, you you know and you know they're about something they want to do something productive you know I don't mind I don't mind helping out and there are times you get calls from people and they they, they sound gung ho and then then you don't hear from them I'm like okay well I just I've just wasted my time but I don't mind I don't I don't see there's a waste when you get to pay it forward um, but there is a there is a there's a point where you have to then start determining like yo your time is valuable. And what you're sharing with people is insightful. You, you know, you're thinking about how do you take what you're doing and transform it. So, like, if you don't know that medium is, is pretty much like writers can get paid for their work, there are people who are getting paid. You know, they're writing articles and they're getting paid off of their work. And some people might be like, ah, you can't even write, man. You got to not. I'm like, yo, I, I have in my mind how I see something playing out. I'm about to... I'm about to write an article about a topic that I feel passionate about. And that particular topic is, you know, it's music, Jay-Z. And whether you like Jay-Z or not, but if you follow the career and you follow the moves and follow how he has, you know, the evolution of him as an artist, as a human being, you can't be mad at that unless you're just a hater, you know. 
whatever. So you, you can be mad, man. You don't have to be mad. You can just not like him, you know, for whatever reason. You can like whatever type of music you like. I'm not going to, whatever. So there's an article that came out this morning about the hidden meaning behind uh, Entrepreneur. And I hadn't even heard the, um, the song yet. I just knew that a couple of people had dropped some songs, Nas being one of them, um, Jay, McCree, uh, and Vince. And so I'm like, okay, a lot of people dropping. I listened to Jay's song. I'm like, all right, okay, well, you know, it is. Okay, I like it. I like the verse. It's not a club song. You know, you're not going to be dancing to it in the club. I don't go to the club now, so see how that works. It doesn't matter to me, but I'm listening to the lyrics, I'm listening to the beat. Okay, it's smooth, and it's set up so you would listen to, you know, you can vibe to the beat, and you can listen to the lyrics. All right, I'm cool. I'm, I'm liking what, what I'm hearing. It wasn't, like, overwhelming, but I thought it was nice. Um, and I moved on. Then I seen the video, and then I was like, man, yo, it just added, it took the song for me to another level. <laughs> another levels. Yeah, not just a, one extra level, like a staircase. Like, it went from, you know, the first floor, and now you're on the top floor. You're in the penthouse. They went up extra levels. That's what the video did, the power of the imagery. And, and then you hear in the background, you keep hearing black man, black man, black man. And you keep hearing that's the hook. That's the hook. That's Pharrell singing the hook. You know, Pharrell dropped an article in Time magazine. And so this guy, he wrote this article. I didn't read the article. I purposely did not read the article until a little while ago. Uh, and I'm sitting there, and, I, and after reading, I'm like, okay, do you listen to music, or do you just skim through it? Did you watch the video? Dark, there's some dark messages in there. I'm like, oh, there's nothing hidden in here. There's nothing dark in here. There's nothing nefarious in the, in the music. Yo, it is a powerful music. And even though he keeps saying black man, black man, that's the hook, when you look at the video, and you see a plethora, as my man said, a plethora, there's a word for you, of women throughout the video. It's like, yo, this is powerful. This is powerful. People are like, ah, you know, he tried to tie in there like, oh, Black Twitter. Yeah, he mentioned Black Twitter and Jack, because Jack is the CEO. Black Twitter to me is just like a misnomer. You know, it's just like, okay, there's no such thing. It exists in there, but there's no CEO of Black Twitter. They're not. They're not publicly traded. It's not like it's a a separate social media platform. And somebody commented, so he he, he tied in there someone's comment. I'm like, okay, who's this guy? Number one, and and if you're missing what Jay's saying, and you take offense to him. Jay-Z making a statement about black Twitter and just like, oh, like, like you take that as a jab. It's like, yo, it's black Twitter. Like, yo, and it's not, you like, you, Jack is the one making the money. And you're excited about being on a platform, like a section of the platform where, yeah, they do some things, you know, there are a lot of black owned businesses, but then there's this segment, like, if you're not part of that, or if you don't vibe with that, then it's the cancel culture. And that's cool. Yo, whatever. 
and it does some bring awareness to some other issues and stuff. But it's not like, yo, this is not this is not a black-owned platform, is what he's saying. That's what I got from that. You take from it what you want. Then there's somebody else that he tags, you know, something from Complex Magazine, you know, just to quote to associate like, oh, Complex. Oh, this is, you know, it's 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 comical. And they take a jab at Jay, like, yo, you know, it was all right. It was all right. Like, did you just, what, what, what what's happening? It's just the contrast between, you know, you think about people in music or just, whether they're in the music industry or just people with opinions about music, and you can see the diverse opinions about music, and you're like, yo, so you, you, you can say, okay, red ass pussy, this is about empowerment, and this is cool, and you like it. For years, you had black men putting out a song, you know, and it was misogynistic, and, and all, okay, I get it, it's empowering, that's what you like. Cool, ride out to red ass pussy. Me? I'm gonna ride out to this, because this is inspiring. This is inspiring, inspiring to me, and not just me as a black man, when I look at the women that are portrayed in here, and I think about the young girls and young men who are coming up, they're, they're, they're sprinkling their, you know, it starts off like the first 33 seconds, you're talking about a subject that's dear to my heart, and you're thinking about like, yo, school, education. I was just telling my man Jay Majors about, you know, my mentor, Frank Mickens, and how influential this man was in my life. And how he transformed boys and girls high school. So if the video starts up like the first 33 seconds in, and you're talking about a, a guy who's like, yo, look, the school district is failing. So he decided, you know what? I'm going to start a school of my own. That's what I'm going to do. Like, how could you be mad at that? But this article, the LA Times, the, 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 the writer didn't mention that. Doesn't mention any of the entrepreneurs that's out there, you know, oh, it's just kind of like, uh, uh, like, yo, you know, maybe they will, they will like this stuff instead of this bootstrap mentality. And none of that stuff was about bootstrap mentality. Pulling yourself up from the bootstrap, that's a jab. That's like, that's like a slap in the face. That's like so freaking disrespectful to art and culture. You obviously just skim through the music because it's not about bootstrap pulling yourself up from the bootstraps. No, there's a family in there who started a business and then their children came and they were a part of the business. So you're talking about black families, entrepreneurship. How's that pulling yourself up from the bootstraps? Issa Rae is in there, and you're talking about her and how she went out and she, you know, she started filming, and now she's building, like, her own dynasty. You know what I mean? She's building a production company. You're talking about, like, Tyler, the creator, and he goes through, like, a list of, of accomplishments that this guy did just because cause you can, because he gives you the possibility to think about it. There's a 23-year-old who's writing codes for Snapchat and... and Instagram, and now he's going to be writing code for himself. I mean, there's a long list of black people in there, and it's not presented in a way like, yo, oh, somebody do this for us. No, it's empowering. So when, when you change the mindset and saying, oh, 
you don't have to do this. You don't have to follow this traditional goal, go to school, get a job, work for a corporation. You can change that and say, oh, I am a business. You, he took slide of it. Ah, oh, it's not, you know, he's always putting his business acumen. Like, like as if that's not true. As if he's just making this up. So to discount what he's doing as an artist, as a black man, is disrespectful. It's obvious, like, yo, what are you, like, why did you even write about it? That's my question. Like, why did you even write about it? Like, do you follow music? And this is got advice from music. And that's what you extracted from this song? Was like, yo, you picked up, like, some, a couple of a couple of throwaway comments from somebody on Twitter, and you wrote an article, and then you're bigging it up and keep retweeting stuff in your article? Like, yo, like, this was the best thing since sliced bread? Are you kidding me? It's so disrespectful. I can't. I don't even believe it. Like, you didn't obviously watch the video. You didn't watch the video. Like, you, yeah, you went to the Time article and talked about Pharrell. And you just, it's just so dismissive. It is so typical. And nobody's like, oh, they're going to complain it. This is not complaining. This is like, yo, you can do it. And what is wrong with, with, with somebody saying, yes, thank you. I believe you. I can do it. I can do it. Somebody else did it, and it's not even what I love about it. It's not, it's not just entertaining. She had, you know, one entertainer in there, two, Tyler and Issa Rae. But the rest of the people were ordinary people who were doing extraordinary things within their communities. There's a runner who literally runs this city and is getting paid to help people run their city. Like, you can't get mad at that unless you are a hater. You can't, or you just, this whole song went over your head. You were out of your arena, man. You should talk about somebody else because you clearly, this, you clearly know nothing about hip hop. You clearly know nothing. You Did you even watch the video? Did you watch the video, man? Because if you would have watched the video, there's no way you would have wrote what you wrote about Jay. And it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't even make sense. It's like, yo, and you put it in there under Black Lives Matter? Like, this is, this is just, you, you ain't got to be black to appreciate the facts that was in there. I mean, you're talking about people who are doing some incredible things. This guy's doing anime, and he's starting a company, but he didn't start the company here. He didn't start the company in the United States. He did it in Japan. Yo, that is so disrespectful. Respectful. The LA Times, like, why'd you even write the article? Huh? Why? Why did you write the article? Because it was Jay, and you figured you'd use his name to maybe get clicks? Yeah, I clicked on it because I'm like, yo, this is such a piece of trash. Yeah, that's what I said. It was such a piece of trash. Like, I, unbelievable. And anybody that was associated with it, with it is like, yo, why? Why would you want to be associated with that, man? That's disrespectful. So you know I have to go and look and see who this cat was. Like, really? Ah. Uh, man, come on. I got to get out of four. You got me driving up, and, I, and I'm not even shifting gears anymore, man. So disrespectful. But, hey, what do you expect? Like, what are you going to do? You're going to talk about it? You're going to rant? You're going to rant about it on your way to Bridgeport? What are you going to do when you get to Bridgeport? I'm going to write about it.
That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna write about it. So I'm gonna post this as a podcast. So my man, Mr. Blake, show you how you how you flip content. And then I'm gonna write an article about it. Yeah, I was objective. I didn't look. I didn't read your article, man, before talking about it. I I reserved my judgment until afterwards. I watched the video. I listened to the clip. And then I'm now I'm prepared to comment. And you listen, I read the comments. I read a lot of the comments that were written, you know, on on your thread, as well as on the video. So yeah. You had people who's like, yo, like you can't be mad at that. Like, I'm not mad at that. I am not mad at that. I like the whole thing. I, you know, I tell, I'm t- I tell my sister sometimes and I speak to people, I'm like, yo, now's a great time to be a black woman. It's a great time to be a black woman, yo. You know, there's so much pride, there's so much, there's such a push for that. So much, and, 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 and it's nothing wrong with that. But I'm a black man. So hearing that song as a black man and then just hear it and see the video where it was just not black men in the video, yo, that is powerful. There's a guy at the end dancing, right? He's dancing in front of this white building. It's a huge building, you know, off Broadway. He's dancing in front of this building off Broadway, right? He, he's an entertainer. You know, he's a dancer. And he's doing the ballet. He's doing the moves. He's graceful and stuff. He's like, oh, the house went up for sale. It was 400 k So he bought the house. You know who used to live in the house? It was a plantation. His, 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 his enslaved ancestors lived in that house. Yo, how ironic is that? Yo, how powerful is that? You missed all that shit in the article. What you settled on was, oh, people in black children were upset because, you know, they were upset before the, before the song even came out. Because, because, because what? Because of one line that he said? And what was disrespectful about the line? Black Twitter, what's that? What's that? Like, if you go and you search, black, it's not a company. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's not a company. Like, why are you mad? Like, why? How could you get mad at that? Huh? How could you get mad at that? Yes, they do some things. Yes. Yes, but it's not a company. Yes, they make moves. But what's wrong? You're making moves online. You know, that doesn't put, you can't pay your bills off of that. You can't pay your bills off likes. What is wrong with getting somebody to say, yo, you know what? I want to be a creator. I want to be a creator. I want to build some stuff. I want to do some stuff. I was speaking to a young lady today, and she was telling me, oh, she, her car broke down. And the company was excited because her car broke down, which means she couldn't go to school. And they want her to work there. They're trying to find people there. She's a great employee, pleasant personality. I spoke about her on a previous episode. You can hear it. You can hear excitement. Because, you know, you can hear excitement. You can hear she wants to be a nurse, a neonatal nurse. How do I know? Because I listen to people. I talk. I'm like, yo, so what do you want to do? I want to be a neonatal nurse. Like, if I knew that and she was there and I was the manager of that location, yeah, go to school. Because I know if I'm balancing out you going to school and I'm supporting that and I have, you know I have your back, then you're going to perform. You're going to perform. Like, what? what is, it's so simple. It's basic math, yo. Like, why not? Why would you not do that? Oh, they have a new manager. The manager that was here before, I guess he was like, yo, nah, you know, yeah, I need, I need, um, I need coverage. So if she go to school, she, you know, she would lose her job because, you know, coverage. Flexibility. The hours would change up, you know? So I'm like, yo, you, 
you concerned about people? You really concerned about your employees? Or you concerned about your first mission and all this stuff? That's how people then get distant. Like, yo, all this stuff that you put in, in the company philosophy and the mission statement, as that stuff gets trickled, trickled down through the organization from the CEO, where it's all this high pollutant thinking, and it's in the mission statement and all that. Paul Orfler was the, was the founder of Kinko's. So FedEx office, FedEx bought them as just distribution sites. This is business. You know it's business. I know it's business. And so when you get hit to the game, I'm like, yo, you can't, you can't, like, what are you doing now? Like, go ahead. Like, what are you doing? You're slowing down from Boston. Like, what are you doing? Like, get on the highway. You don't just stop. He went, and that was my goal. But you wanted to go in front of me, and the guy behind me could have caused an accident. Ah, you gotta drive for you and every other clown around you. Ridiculous. So you know, they just opened them up for distribution sites, you know, and the differentiated factor between them and, you know, the UPS stores did the same thing. Like, oh, well, FedEx did that, but why don't we do this? And I'm like, yo, you guys are you, shipping and stuff. It's cool. Amazon is out there eating your lunch, yo, because y'all not evolving. You're not evolving. You're not evolving. You stay like you got one you fax machine. And it's so funny, man. A guy said, yo, does this fax machine, you know, send both sides? Oh, jeez. No. Like, first, I don't know which one I was mad at. Which one made me cringe more? The fact that, it, that there's still fax machines out there? Or he's asking, does it do double sides? I'm like, all right, whatever, man. Let me stop air hustling. Focus on what you're doing, Derek. Focus, focus. And then he says, does it do it in color? Huh? Does it, what? Why don't you just send him a picture? Why don't you just take a color picture and send it to him? And drop, like, what, what do you, like, huh? I guess they use a fax machine. And there's some lady in there, she's talking about, oh, these daggone smartphones. I got, I'm going back to Vermont. Oh, no, Maine. It's Maine. She's going back to Maine, where everybody up there uses a, 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 a flip phone. Why would I want to go backwards? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm not going, I'm not trying to go backwards. Back in time. The back to the good old days. No. What's so good about the good old days? Really? You kidding me? Nah, man. Not doing that. So you think about that, that FedEx offices. is like, yo, it's just a matter of time. And she said, I feel like, you know, it's just a matter of time. No, they'll be there. People are stopping and dropping and ship stuff. But, you know, you got Amazon who's out. Now, all of a sudden, they're making more deliveries. They're making more, they're making just as much deliveries as FedEx, probably. You know, delivering goods. You guys are shipping out stuff. FedEx, meanwhile, Amazon's come along and like, yo, change the whole business model. And people are still making copies. Like, who do you think is making copies? Like, you're still, you're still making copies? It's just a ship center. It's basically what it is. It's a ship center. I ain't mad. I'm not there. I don't have to worry about it. You know what I mean? But I learned a lot while I was there. And so I can speak to it. But the point of the story was you have people who in retail who want to do things, and then you will have managers who feel as though, well, if I don't have coverage, then I might have to go in and be the be the coverage. I want to be the coverage. So I'm going, you know, <clears throat> I'm going to put the pressure on you to be there. Like, yo, I'm not doing it, man. I'm not doing it. So, hey, you got to figure it out, man. You, know, you got to give people hope and let them know, like, yo, there's stuff that you want to do. You know, figure out what you want to do. Figure out a way to 
to do it. I'm telling her like she's got a pleasant voice. You know, explore some things and while you're there, waiting to, you know, pursue what you really want to do. You know, I'm a supporter of the show. Shout out to Melissa, who's moving to Atlanta. You know, as a nurse, she's a nurse. Finally, I position is like she didn't want to talk like she want to jinx it, but she's gonna be going down to Atlanta. She's a nurse. I'm like, yo, you're thinking about people. And you, you want to be able to, my whole thing is like, yo, I want to help people IMAC their lives. What is IMAC their lives, you say? That's a good question. You know, it's a damn good question. It's in my bio, the description of exactly what it is. You help people identify their purpose, maximize their potential, accelerate their growth, and continue the cycle. That's what I'm about, you know? You help people identify their purpose. Like, what do you want to do? Like, what do you think about doing? You can get... And start thinking about it and help them maximize their potential, give them the tools and resources, access to people who, and then of course it's going to accelerate. You just save some, some money, some time. You save someone some time and, you know, they hit you up and you, you have a, a session with them. You're like, oh, I did not know that. I did not think of that. I did not consider that as a possibility. Look at that. Look at that. Who would have who thunk? Who would have thunk? I'm looking for different fabric, right? He's like, how are you, how are you sewing? Because I can sew. Because I can sew. Because I made patterns. I can make patterns. I'm a pattern maker. I used to make patterns. I was FIT. I was making patterns. What can I tell you? So, yeah, I can look at that and say, oh, did I act on it quickly? Fast? No. You move on stuff. And, you know, everybody's got their own pace. It wasn't something I was thinking about. I was, on, I was exploring some other things. But I'm like, yo, I could do that. Sure. Standing in line, meet a, a, a woman in line, white woman. You know, I'm a black guy standing in line at Joanne, so I'm out of place. The only black guy in Joanne, walking around, I got some fabric in my hand, long line, bolts of fabric. I'm trying to get some stuff made, you know. I realized the Ghana fabric is expensive. And then I'm like, well, I still don't have, like, a variety, you know, because you, you want a variety. You want a little something for everybody, you know what I mean? You want a little something for everybody, everybody get a little something drum, you know what I mean? So I'm looking at styles, I'm looking at some prints, and I'm like, I still don't have enough. So I go to Marshall's. While I'm in Marshall's, I'm like, oh, I'm at the trainer's rack. It's fabric. It's basically fabric, right? But it's a different print. It's not something that I'm seeing out in while I'm, while I'm, while I'm walking around. So, hey, it's on clearing. You repurpose it. It's going to be different. It's not going to be, it's not going to be the, same, the, same, the same thing. You give people options. People like options. I can do some options. You know what I mean? I like options. You like options? I like options. I love options. You know what I mean? I buy the sandwich bags to put the, the mask in. And this is half sandwich bags. I need the full sandwich bag. Man, so I got to get I gotta get that. that. But then all this stuff becomes to me, in my mind, like, how do I look at this stuff? You look at it and say, how do I extract from there and share it as a medium post for someone starting, like, how do you price out stuff? How do you mark stuff up? How do you think about the business concept? How do you deliver it? You know, people already got a lot of that stuff down, but somebody might be sitting around there thinking about, like, how do I come up with a price? You know? I, oh, I didn't know that I could use fabric. Yeah, you could use fabric. I love the repurposing idea. I don't know why. That's always been something for me, because I remember sitting there, I had this book, Acres of Diamond, and I read the story, and I'm... I'm the type of person, like, if I read something, I want to share it. I want to apply it, see if it's true or not. So that's what I did. I read it. It's like, okay, let me look at my closet at the time, you know, and I'm looking at these straight ties that I had. 
And I started thinking about like bow ties. I'm like, yo, but they didn't have a selection of bow ties. See, problem identified in the marketplace, you know, not a vast array readily available bow ties from where I was living. Like you go shopping, not a whole lot of options there. But they did have some places like in New York City. I was living in Brentwood at the time. I'm not driving all the way to New York City. They had companies online who were who were making bow ties. I'm like, oh, okay, this is all right. But I'm, now I got Vermont. I think there's a company in Vermont making bow ties. It's like, okay, but I'm not in Vermont, all right? Bow ties. Then bow ties were like a. So I like I like the look. I, got, I like I like it's a clean cut. It's a different look. It's distinctive. Everybody can't pull off the bow tie. Some people pull it off and they look like P.V. Herman. I'm talking about a real bow tie. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about the stiff square one. I'm talking about the whip that you tie. Like, if I'm going to wear a bow tie, I'm going to tie it. I'm not going to be, I'm not putting on, I'm not, nah, I'm not buying no pre-tie. And I said it that bro, like, yo, if you can't tie it, it's like tying your laces. I can't tie a bow tie, man. Say, yo, man. I don't know how to tie a bow tie, man. Yeah. I used to give, like, demonstrations, man. I had a, 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 a shoe shine stand box that I put my knee on top of and I would demonstrate how to tie the bow tie on my knee. But boom, it's like that. You can do it too. Boom, it's like tying your laces. You see that? Bam. Oh, okay. I had to have instructions. I even printed up instructions and gave you instructions. It's simple. Tell somebody tell you can't. No, I can't, man. Just give me just give me the pre-tie. Alright. But I don't want you, I don't want you, like I don't want you making like the straight, ugly, t- those are ugly to me. Like, I'm not wearing one of them. They just look fake. It's like, it's, it's, nah, not, nah, it's not a bow tie. To me, it's not even real. It's not. It's like, it's like, I sound like one of those people who say, that's not, mumble rap is not rap. I get it. Yo, them bow ties are not bow ties. I don't care what you say. I'm not wearing it. It's not, it's not, it's not a good look on me. I'm like, like why? If I'm going to wear a bow tie, I'm going to wear a real bow tie. You know? I'm not going to wear a fake bow tie. It's like the, the 300. Remember the, the Chrysler 300? Shout out to Jackie. Yo, Jackie, I wrote this book. Jackie sent me the copies of it. Not gonna go through it. It's a little pamphlet, but it's a lot of good stuff. But inside there was this riff that I wrote about uh, the 300, the Chrysler 300, which is like a knockoff of the Bentley. You know, they tried to, but it's not a Bentley. I know it's not a Bentley. You know it's not a Bentley. But the 300 driver's like, yo, I'm buying it. It's cool. Whatever. I'm like, oh, it's still out there, but it's not a Bentley. Like, that Bentley look is going to be around. That Chrysler is going to change, and I don't even know if they probably change the shape up. It changed the shape up because it's not a Bentley. It's not. It's not. Like, stop. Why would you even do that? That's like sketches. I know they're probably saying, why are you talking about us, Derek? Why don't you just cut us some slack? Because, ah, uh, man, I can't even tell you because why. My man Michael, you know, sent a pair of kicks over there, coming in the mail, so excited. Can't wait to get them, put my feet inside of them. And then we got the, uh, the, the company out in, in Africa getting ready to set up to, to meet with the CEO. You know, she had a little con- schedule con- scheduling conflict. But we're going to get her back on the horn. Some, some exciting things happening. I can't wait. I can't wait. You know what I mean? There's some exciting things happening. We had some folks who are entertaining. Um, making music, some beautiful music, and you want to be able to, uh, to reach them and be able to give them a platform to share their music, you know? So, like, I like good music. You like good music? You like good music, too, right? Everybody like good music. And so, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Like, we are the number one podcast, number one rated podcast for running an entertainment in Connecticut. That's right. That's what I said. Huh? I put some money on it. We out. Thank <laughs> you.